Good morning. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. Your ticket to your best life with your host, author, Kathy Anello, and artist, Tim Escoma. Hello, hello, hello. I love your shirt, Faith, on it. Uh, that's kind of a cool looking vibe. Uh, good morning and happy new year. Good morning. I, it's hard to believe that it's, you know, the third week, of, almost the third week of January. And uh, I'm saying happy new year to you in the world. But I personally have been sick since the day before New Year's Eve is when I really started to feel it. And then New Year's Eve, like the, right the next day after we report, recorded our last podcast, the next day I got sick and was sick up to 12 days when I finally said, wow, this seems like a long time, you know, and it wasn't even sick, sick. It was like coughing and stuffy. Oh, I got a cold or whatever, but the cough never went away after 12 days. And it was RSV. Oh, and God. so here we have these little three working flu COVID RSV in the air. And the lady says to me, Oh, RSV is so contagious. You can be in an eight type eight by 10 room. And somebody sneezes and you're going to get it. And I was all, you know, A, I was like, wow, didn't we shut the country down for something like this four years ago? But that was my inside voice. But then in in the other part, I was like, half or more of this town is walking around with RSV and we don't even know it because I didn't know it. And then my boyfriend got it because he got it from me. And it's just been like 18 days of a reminder that if there's only one thing in this world you should concentrate on and you had to pick one, it would have to be your help. Absolutely. And, and I think for me, not to start out on a tirade, but to just let people know that for me, what I realized in this happening on the 1st of January, when we know I go into my craziest time of work, um, was a stark reminder that I have to put myself first this time and balance and um, self-care, how important it is to get, to get that message in the beginning of the year, I feel was a gift. So let's just preface with that. How are you? <laughs> I am doing great. You know, I have been surrounded by a lot of people that have been sick. My grandma, my my lovely lady, my parents, like everyone, my uncle just got so sick at the beginning of the new year. And I managed to really? dodge the bullet and I'm not sure how, but I'm super grateful that I uh, avoided that at all costs because... Man, it was not fun. And, uh, you know, I think it hit grandma the worst, but she's also 88 years old. And so that was a, a lot of a lot of work to get her done and stuff like that. But oh. in all honesty, I'm having a great new year. I I mean, I've had a lot of crazy things happen on New Year's morning. I come downstairs. Emily's in the shower and I hear water running and I'm like, what's that? And the toilet's overflowing. The two ah, redwood trees in my front yard. <laughs> I mean, like literally at eight in the morning, I'm like, no way. No and uh, rotor root Can't had make to come this out. shit up right there. <laughs> no. And uh, had to come out. And that was a couple hundred dollars. So it started off in a, in a weird space. But I'm sticking to my goals. I haven't drank anything. I've read wow. almost every day except for two days. Uh, I'm almost finished with a book called Mutant Message Down Under by uh, Marlo Morgan. And You're reading. I'm so jealous. It's so great. I actually oh. am really 
into this book. Hashtag people who still read. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very important skill. If you want to do anything in life, you know, we have so many great tools available to us to expand our horizons and to learn more than any of our previous generations have had. And if we're stuck in a situation that we don't necessarily love, we can get ourselves out of it. We have lots of shovels, lots of rakes, lots For of, sure. lots of uh, you know, backhoes and all that stuff. It's just, we have to take the time to sit down and do it. And uh, that was one of my big things this year was I'm going to, I think that being, you know, having a child coming into the, the world has really helped me stay oh, so close. Yeah. And so energetic towards uh, my goals. I'm down 11 pounds. Uh, I've been working so hard. Uh, 15 hour days, 12 hour days. Um, Are you down 11 pounds because you've been consciously working on down 11 pounds or because life has just taken you down 11 pounds because of your focus um, I think it's a, 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 all of those things because I have been eating super healthy and I'm doing the intermittent fasting where I, I basically oh, yeah. okay. stop eating after about eight o'clock at night. Um, yeah. And then I won't eat again until like 12 or two in the afternoon. And sometimes I'm not even hungry now at this point in time and I can get away with one meal a day and then I eat like a pretty large meal. But it's super healthy. I've had a salad, I think, almost every day since uh, the new year. And just really, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying so many things about life right now. It's so good. I have so many thoughts. I wish I had written them all down. But one of the things <laughs> that you said, let's just start with the toilet overflowing on January 1st. Because metaphorically, for me, my vision of that for you, like, like if everything that happens has a message or a gift in it, right? Like there's always like something you can get out of every incident that happens in your life. And I was thinking how wonderful, and I'm always going to the high on these for that explosion. And like yeah. I, all the shit that I've been through in 2023, maybe 2022, all the freaking 2021 shit, 2020 lingering still in there. Like for all of us, like that is universal because of what, we as as the people have been through in the last four years and so i just think what a wonderful way to start the year getting rid of it just you get, know just let it go bye-bye I, I said to myself that i wasn't going to let anything get me down wow. this year no, nothing nothing was going to affect me and i literally woke up and i was like oh come on and I've had a yeah, well, do I, real, I had a test like that last New Year's too. And if I put all my manifestations in then at 12.01, I would the universe was like, knock, knock, knock. Let's just see how positive you can be. And so hey, bring, you know, I don't say bring on the messages. I say thank you for the messages. Thank you for that. So that was one thing. And the other thing is that uh I feel like this time of year. Like seeing, you know, you're working 15 hour days, you're fasting, you're really focused on the future and what's coming into your life. And you've gone into probably what I would call, you know, um, man mode, like dad mode, like you, totally. like, like, it's almost like in your psyche or however your DNA genetically that men uh, go into a role when they become a father of provider. And, and there's a lot of things that now 
as a single guy weren't important or that are important. Absolutely. Like so I wanted to just preface that as well for your conversation. And I think that what a wonderful place to be uh, transitioning into and bringing a little life into this world with the opportunity. All parents your age, I say, have an opportunity in the next generation to really raise individuals that are much more well-rounded because like my generation was raised with discipline and (laughs) spankings and you know that was just what they did and then my kids generation was more like how does it feel well you know like you kind of went the other way because you didn't want to be the disciplinarian and so you gave less boundaries in my my adult kid generation your generation you know and so now it's like you have this there's so many tools and so many videos and so many trainings that you can watch to really wow i've seen like so many constructive parenting videos on instagram just because i follow them for my daughter you know and and like there's so many things that if i'd known that oh my god i i know so i love this re- to be able to watch this for you you know uh so I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's called optimal cord cutting. And it no. has to do with giving birth. And when the baby comes out, the the umbilical cord is still pulsating. And it's because 30% of the child's blood is still inside. The oxygen, the iron, the stem cells, all these things that are crucial to development are still inside. And so... Our modern medicine since 1913, which is also very interesting, that's when taxes became <laughs> embedded in us, 1913, right? Uh, Good information. They, they started cord cord clamping instantly when the baby came out. Right. And now we're yeah. having all these problems with children being anemic and having like uh, developmental disabilities and stuff like that. And And I just watched this video last night because I had never heard of it, obviously. I never heard of any of this <laughs> stuff before about 20 minutes ago. Uh, and it's talking about like the umbilical cord is still pulsing and it's pumping all of that blood and all of that goodness and wholesomeness into the child. And so our medical system clamps it instantly. But throughout all history, before that, just like animals that have umbilical cords, they would let it all come into the child before they would sever it. And wow. so it's a very interesting thing. And this, there's a great uh, video that says 90 seconds to change the world. And it's a TED talk. It's 20 mm-hmm. minutes long. It is so informative and it just makes you think like. So now how, is America allowing that mother's um, choice? Yeah, right I think so. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm working on a birthing plan and it just makes me smile and kind oh of my God, because I have the cutest thing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm super thankful that Emily is such a, such a rock. She's so awesome. And, uh, you know, we're, we're learning together because she didn't yeah, know about any of these that's things. That's even more exciting, especially um, to have somebody to share that with. And that will bond you guys for life. Like this is a lifetime bond that you share together. Uh, I was thinking yesterday or the day before how if anyone had listened to this podcast even a year ago, maybe a year and a half, let's just say go back 16, 18 months when we were talking about maybe relationships in February or, you know, love and stuff like that. And neither one of us had that present in our life at all. And I thought it's such actual proof 
that you can manifest whatever you want or create whatever you want in your life by, you know, thought, action, blah, blah, blah. But then I was thinking about how what it really is, this is the craziest thought, is when you are just true to yourself and you just honor what's really true in your heart, even in the day of, well, today was true as I have to work on painting or taxes. But today it's true that I get to sit and listen to meditation and make some YouTubes or whatever, like, right? So when you start to just really live in what's true for you, that's how things start manifesting. You can wish it all you want, but until you acknowledge it, self-aware of it, and then say, bring it to me in the most important way and listen to those signs. Like there's so many steps to manifestation, but we both got exactly what we desired in and not even trying. Yeah, I think that that's the, the set it and forget it mentality really is to have it in your heart and in your mind, write it down, take a picture. And then from that point forward, focus on moving forward, like keep working at it. You can't stop, right? Because it's a, it's a participatory life that we live. You have to be the ignition in the, the whole system. You have to move. And if you don't move, it's not just going to fall in your lap necessarily. I mean, sometimes it does, but I always find that if you're manifesting millions of dollars, it's going to require some work. It's not just going to happen for you. So you have to move forward. You got to pick up that shovel. You got to work for it. You know what I mean? I'm and actually it, am manifesting a million dollars. Uh, so, good. So today, I have 34 million in my list. So, you know, I mean, I, I mean, maybe I'm older, a million's good. So, uh, <laughs> the, no, today I have like, um, God, I better not say this on the air. Anyways, I had a hundred dollar bill and it was one of my last hundred dollar bills that I, you know, care. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not spending this hundred dollar bill. And so I tapped it to the wall and I thought about adding a few zeros to it. And it's because the vision boards also really work for me like that, just seeing it every day. But I just thought, uh, I really want to focus on money because there's so many things that I want to do in my creative life that just having a nine to five practice does not allow for. And so being true to myself means, yes, I have to have my nine to five practice. I love it. I love the people. We're all good there. Like the vibe this year is so different. I can't even explain it so far, but it's really been just super cool the last couple of days, just with people coming in, wanting to get their taxes done early, just really wanting to just like move through the 24, knowing their finances. Cause that's a lot of it too. It's like knowing what's coming this year is kind of going to be ever more important. We don't know what's going to happen in the world in the next year and a half election wise, war wise, all the things, cyber attack wise, like if you follow. So anyways, all that, I, I, I'm getting off on a tangent. No, I, no, I, just... I think it's a, it's a great tangent because that was one of my goals was to get to figure out my finances. And remember, I, I told you about this ancient Japanese, well, it's not ancient, it's the Japanese art of saving money, which is kekabu. And I uh, believe we talked about that, but, but yeah. do tell me again, because you know, my brain works in. So daily, this, daily this is. This is a lot of fun. It's also kind of a nuisance, and it is also a really good way to stop you from uh, spending unnecessary money. So I, I, am, I am keeping a log of all of my expenses. Every single time I go to the store, I have to write oh. it down. 
and, it, and there's like categories and I'm not really doing the categories because I want to know what it is I'm purchasing. So I'm writing little notes inside of it, but it's need, want, uh, house, uh, what is it? Food. And, and then there's like, uh, outside expenses or something like that, like, um, going out to eat. And so I'm like logging every single thing, which by the way, Oh my is, God, I'm so going to do this start because okay, it yes. is fun. And so there's great YouTube videos. This is like what I was talking about earlier, you know, like there's so much information out there to out help there. us yeah. do all this stuff. And I mean, there has been times when I wanted to buy this thing. Um, and I didn't because I didn't want to write it in my journal and I didn't want to have to look at what I purchased because it wasn't a necessity. And I'm, you know, we started remodeling the house a little bit, painting hallways and doing stuff like that. Oh, Emily's right. in full on nest mode, uh, you know, just <laughs> painting some things around. And so I'm putting my money into that. And it's an, it's a real investment when you do little things in your house because it makes your house feel so good and, and so warm and loving. And I don't know, it's just some, there's something about it. So this Kikaboo is great. Um, at the end of every week, you're supposed to reconcile, which I haven't done because I've been way too busy, but I, it's very easy for me to go through and be like, oh yeah, this, 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 this. Um, one of the things that I found to be complex in it was that I do a lot of shopping for clients, right? And so I started putting it in with my stuff, but now I just have a separate page for them. So I can see. Yeah, because you're going to get reimbursed for that, right? Yeah, so exactly. And so. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I love it. It's so much, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, just nailing the goals this year. And how are your goals going, Kathy? Because I know we talked about it on the last show. My goals are going really well. I, a couple of new things that have been going on for me. One, uh, first of all, side note, got to, and then remind me to come back to the, to what's been changing. But when you paint, move furniture, do things in your house. And, you, and I just had this experience with a client yesterday. When you start moving the energy of your furniture or whatever, your entire world starts to shift. And I think that that's an important piece this year of people minimalizing and getting to a clear, clean space where you just feel clear of all the clutter. So one of the things I think we talked about was how I was going through all my cupboards and all my all my stuff, you know, getting rid of like old expired food and stuff like that um, last year. But what I did this year, two weeks ago, was I sat and wrote down five things that I did not want to do. I don't want to uh, do that. I don't want to do this. 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 And I don't want to do this. So I don't know why. And one of them was going to be a potential large bill, you know, that I was able to bill out. It's just a big project. So I knew I needed a super lot of time for it. One was um, just going to the gym, you know, making it a regular part of my life. Um, so anyways, and then the other was like cleaning all these cupboards that I have. Um, so I started just doing them. And what I realized, even if it takes me a week to do one thing, I did the project, but I have like 20% left. So why am I hanging on to that 20%? But I am, but I have a deadline. So I'm, I know I'm going to do it. Uh, and then I signed up for this Hay House five-day free um, 
sort of feng shui little course that Denise Lynn's doing it. And if you go to hayhouse.com and put in Denise Lynn, they're doing it from next Monday to Friday. And it's just little tips. So hopefully on our next show, I'll have some tips for that on how to really clear your space and, and let it work for you energetically. Um, and then just doing the cupboard thing is it's like you realize, like, I've had this gradient here since 2021. Like, why? You know, and why do we just not take the time? I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but for me, like it, I went deep and I was like, wow, nutmeg that ha- you can't even shake anymore. You know, like yeah. you just have these random little things, but it feels so good. Doesn't it? Away. And yeah. then it makes me think how minimally I want to stock my cupboards, you know, more and plan my meals more and plan two day meals and, and not buy over buy, throw away and waste. So there was just so many lessons in it. So anyway, so that's kind of how mine besides just the health thing, you know, and then, so what I've been doing is at four thirty, I have an alarm that goes off and it says, go home. <laughs> and I pack up my office and I come home before five o'clock, eat an early dinner. And I've been working at home for the hour and a half that I would normally be at an office working but I'm doing it in because I want to get well. Like, yeah. and I feel like I need to kind of like, and winter is such a good time to hibernate and take the time for yourself in January, particularly moving energy, painting, doing the things that we do to make February where you start to see the light of spring. I mean, our Februarys are pretty rough up here, but like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, you know, but you start to see how the season sort of changes and then life starts coming into where you want it to be for the great months of the year. So anyway, yeah. all that is where I've been for the last 18 days in my head. That's great. So what is the Mark's, Mark Twain quote? If you have to eat a frog, eat it first thing in the morning. If you have to eat two frogs, eat the big one first. And so it's your it's your whole do your the things that you do not want to do list. Those are the yeah. things that are so important to do first because everything else yeah. after that is easy. It, it's and, a great practice. I really and I don't even know. Like you know me, I'm all of a sudden I'm like I'm going to do this, and uh, and I was like, wow, this actually works because it made me go into my office and start that project that I've been putting off for over probably forty five days. The guy gave me the project back in November and I was like, not looking at it till after tax season. And then it was the holidays. So I didn't look at it. And now, you know, he wants it by Monday. Okay. So having deadlines, um, <clears throat> but really just saying, what is it that I need to do that I don't want to do? I went to yoga twice. I didn't go this week because I had clients early mornings, but, but I plan on going to the gym before the week is up in some fashion or Rhea's class, you know, um, on Saturday yeah. morning at 830, something like that. So it's doing the things that you don't want to do, which I like to call pattern interrupt. So I'm in a pattern of not going to the gym. I'm in the pattern of putting that work on the shelf or whatever. I'm not cleaning my cupboards. So I have to interrupt that pattern and do it in order to be sort of like clear of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. And well, um, lots of best life cafe tips today. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, right. Forming new habits is a challenge. Because we we have a habit of not doing something. And so in order to do it, we have to first take that first step. And sometimes that first step right. is the hardest. It's the most challenging to walk one foot forward because you're like, I want to lose weight, uh, but I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I want to sit on the couch, watch Netflix, chill, you know, like that's it. 
same. But, <laughs> but so this is this is the thing. I'm watching less than an hour of television a night. Wow. Well, maybe an hour and a half. Max. And I'm actually watching an hour and a half, which I've never done. But now that I've been coming home early, I'm like, oh, I'm going to start something. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm, and I've actually been loving it, actually. It's been like, I'm like actually balancing recreational time into my schedule. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I love it. I have, I have this list of goals. I started this program uh, called Merchant Mastery, and it's, it's for uh, Mama's Medicinals to try and help um, that that company just thrive and so i love that that's going to be great information yeah no it's it's so so i'm only i started it on the eight and i'm on lesson five and i'm doing you know like an hour in the morning or two and a half hours in the morning whatever i have time for and um you know it would be nice to come home after i'm done working and then sit down and do it but honestly sometimes i'm frazzled yeah. The other day I spent, I was resheeting a side of a house and I was up a 20 foot ladder and my phone said I did 31 flights of stairs, which is wow. 10 feet per flight. So I was up and down that ladder so many times, my feet hurt and I, I didn't want to sit in my office and focus on something else because I was exhausted. Yeah. And so you remember we talked about giving your, ourselves liberty at certain points in time when we just didn't do it and then going like I'm still the, the goal is still there and I'm working at it, chipping away little by little. And it, it just feels so good. To and have what that I love shape. about that is that, the, that we're not beating ourselves up like like life is a process. So everything, every little step you take, you didn't want to do it today, but you do it tomorrow. And I encourage everybody to sign up for something to learn about because learning yeah. is so important for our brains. And as you age and, and just to have interests in, separate from your family or your kids or whatever, like what interests you, what lights you up and then go find a masterclass or YouTube or whatever it is that you want to do just for you. You know, but don't beat yourself up if you sign up and you don't get to it, you know, but, 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 so I love that, that we, I too have, I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I didn't do this today. Like I have a series that I'm watching called The Chosen. Um, it's about the, you know, the Jesus and the beginning of life. And I never really delved into the the Bible, but I really found God so much in my life last year that I felt like there was some attraction in my brother's like, you got to watch this. It is an assignment. You must do it. So I started saying, okay, I'm going to watch one episode every day. They're about 45 minutes. Uh, and then I missed one day. And I was like, oh, okay, I missed one day. Yeah. That's First fine. thing tonight, I get home, I'll do it. So, so it's about learning, you know, and taking the time for yourself to learn. And if it's only 45 minutes or an hour a day, boy, shoot. even if that's only three days a week, you're doing something. If you spend 15 minutes a day focused on one thing, you will be 10 times better than any other person out there and it's same thing with playing a piano or learning to play the guitar i want to learn italian I, I actually was toying on Babel the other day do i sign up for Babel? do i do it you know because and i don't know why but i feel like it's time for me to learn a foreign language um it's, i don't even it's know very, it's very interesting like i i like did um what was it duolingo for a little while with Spanish and stuff. And I like, I can understand it better than I can speak it. And I think that that's because I don't, I'm not around a bunch of people to 
talk, have a conversation right, with, you know. Right, right. And then that slows down the learning process because being emerged in it is like really easy to you know, like pick up things. You say, what's that? Oh, oh okay, cool. Yeah. When but, I was in um, Spain, I, I spoke Spanish because that's, you know, I thought I did, but right. it was really just the accent I was using. Cerveza? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh God, this lady. That's fucking hilarious. But it, it, it was very know. interesting <laughs> to see how my brain would make different connections and I could visualize differently. It, it was so strange. It was like I was seeing in two different languages in my mind, wow. which was wild. So, uh, you know, Talk about rewiring the brain and creating new neurological networks right, and right. all that stuff. That is, gotta use it. You gotta use yeah. it. Use it or lose it, right? And for any of you out there that are younger and listening to the podcast, I would just tell you: take Spanish in school. Take Italian in school. Thousand percent. I would. I would. If I had to do it all over again, I would be all over it. All over it. There's Bilingual no is everything. It's yeah. everything in America today. It's everything. You know, in like some other countries, they know like four languages or five languages by the time they're eight. America is really slacking. We're pretty <laughs> primitive, honestly. Like, you know, we might look like shiny and gold on the outside, but you come deep in down in the trenches of America and we're pretty primitive and pretty. So, yeah. I yeah. Say. Okay. Um, so I, here's a, one more question for you. Have you yes. been doing any writing? Have you found found time to do any writing, well, Kathy? Oddly enough, the other morning, I actually wrote a half a page. Now, that might not seem like a lot to anybody. And obviously, this book has been one of the hardest things I've thought to write because I've changed the format. Oh, I'm going to do it this way. No, and then I do it. And so the answer to that is yes, but in the most tiniest, tiniest drop of a way. Enough to know that when I did it, it made me feel really happy. And, you know, it is called a happy mistake. So I just need to write it. And so, yes, thanks for asking that question and prompting me in a direction. Yeah. January is the busiest month besides April of the next four months. So I give myself the slack in January to just be, but I just happened to be meditating and I happened to get a paragraph in my head and I had to grab my book and write it down, hand write it down. So to me, that means there's still the spirit of the book is still inside me. And I think that this is the year that I will finish it. I truly Yeah, will. I love that. Well, I hope it's done <laughs> shortly after April and we can no, keep working. No, it won't be done after April, but let's just say June 30th. June 30th. I think that's a great deadline. You guys heard it here first. So make sure you keep us in line by liking, sharing, and subscribing. And yeah. uh, follow us on this journey, you guys. It's been a real privilege to be here with you all. And uh, we just want to thank you and send a lot of love out to all those people in need. And uh, Kathy, I think that that pretty much sums it up for me. Uh, everything he said. Have a blessed day. All right. Much love, everybody. Bye.